0: You are listening to the Best in Wealth Podcast, episode number 220. This is the Best in Wealth Podcast, a show for successful family stewards who want real answers about wealth and investing so we can feel secure about our family's future. At the Best in Wealth Podcast. We think differently about wealth and investing, and you should too. Well, hello, everyone. My name is Scott Wellens, and I am the host of the Best in Wealth podcast. Now, this is a show dedicated to helping real people, that is you, my friend, build real wealth so together we can take family stewardship to the next level. I am a fiduciary, a fee-only certified financial planner, an educator, and a wealth advisor, and it is great to be with you today. Thanks for tuning in, and today's episode is inflation is still on everyone's mind. But before we get to the topic of the day, I take my middle daughter, my 14-year-old, freshman in high school, to school on Wednesdays. We have a carpool. Neighbors take her some days. My wife takes her some days. And I am in charge of Wednesdays. And I pick up one of my daughter's friends in the neighborhood and we head off to school. It's only about a 12-minute ride. But Grace generally asks for my phone since it's connected to my truck. And she often plays Luke Bryan. She loves Luke Bryan. I think she's playing it because she really wants to go to a Luke Bryan concert this summer. So she's dropping hints. I don't know about you, but when I was young, I did not like country music. But the more I listen to it, the more I like it. Now, I don't know what you think about Luke Bryan, whether you like him, don't like him. That doesn't matter because I just want to talk about one line he talks about in one song. And I don't even know what the song is called, but part of the chorus that Luke is singing says, I believe most people are good. And my question for you before we get this show started is Do you believe most people are good? And if you do, are you feeling positive or negative about the world today? Let's get to the topic of the day. All right, here we go. Inflation is still on everyone's mind. And as you know, inflation is the primary reason why the stock market took a nosedive in 2022. One of my business partner, Brian Kahn, certified financial analyst, recently wrote an article last week talking through Inflation once again. He's been talking about it a whole lot. But this recent banking crisis has kind of put inflation on the back burner for a little while until recently, because now it seems like everybody's talking about inflation again. Inflation is stickier than many want. And with this labor market being strong, we consistently get these labor numbers and we seem to be adding jobs or not losing as many as we would like in a high inflationary period, because let's just think about what inflation is. If businesses are raising prices and we want to get inflation under control, what do we need to do? We need to get people to stop spending money. And how do we do that? Well, we raise interest rates, so it's harder to borrow money. And when we raise interest rates, businesses don't have enough money to operate, so they eventually have to let people go. And that's the whole point. And that's the whole scary part about the Federal Reserve raising interest rates could raise interest rates right into a recession. But on the news recently, we've been hearing inflation is not where we want it to be. And that is true. It isn't where we want it to be. And about a week and a half ago, though, the Consumer Price Index released for the month showed that March inflation was cooling off once again. More than many were expecting, but have you looked at the last ten readings? Because it's very interesting. And Brian, in his article, laid out the last ten readings. If I go back ten readings ago, in June of 2022, consumer price index was 9.06 percent. That was scary business. But guess what? Every single month since then. The consumer price index has gone down. Core inflation has gone down. Here's some spot numbers. Last June, 9.06. Last August, 8.26. Last September, 7.75. Last December, 6.45. In February of this year, 6.04. And finally, week and a half ago, March, 4.9 eight. So what's the target? What is is the Federal Reserve want it to be? Two percent. So it's well above two percent if we're at five percent. But let's look at long-term inflation too. And I'm talking going back a hundred years. So we've gone through extremely high inflationary periods before, as many remember, in the 70s and 80s. But the average inflation rate over the last 100 years is right around 3%. So we're 2% higher than our average. We don't want to be there. But does anyone anyone spot a trend here? Every single reading since we hit 9% has been lower than the previous level. The problem is, as Brian points out, is we live in a society of instant gratification. So inflation isn't coming down as fast as people would like. But remember, it took nearly two years after the pandemic started for inflation to reach its peak. I mean, remember when the pandemic started, everything shut down. Nothing was moving. We weren't making anything. We weren't shipping anything. So everything Got clogged up for months and months and months. But we've almost cut the inflation number in half since its peak. So, if you ask me, that is significant progress. But that's not what we're hearing about in the news. The economy and the financial markets have proven quite strong these past several months. Yet, no one seems to believe it. And you'd think that a lot of people on Wall Street and a lot of people on Main Street would think that the decline in inflation and the recent rally in stocks might start to sway all the doomsdayers. But Brian points out in his article that recent data suggests just the opposite. JP Morgan survey showed that 95% of respondents expect stocks to be lower by year end and the other five flat. No one thinks that the stock market's gonna go up from here. And check this out. A recent Bank of America Global Fund Manager survey shows that net allocation to stocks relative to bonds is at the lowest level since the great financial crisis of 2008. What do we mean by this? It means that a lot of fund managers, a lot of funds that you're in, the allocation is tilted towards bonds relative to stocks, which shows that these fund managers don't think that the stock market's going to do very well. What does Warren Buffett say? The best time to invest in the stock market is when everyone is feeling doom and gloom. That's generally when we see an uptick. With a strong consumer, we're still spending money a better-than-expected economy, and the downtrend in inflation, those that are calling for the stock market demise are running out of ammunition. Because that's what their catalyst is for the next market crash. So then we move to the earnings sessions that are going on right now, where all the businesses start to report their earnings from the first quarter of the year. And there are some companies not doing well. But by and large, a lot of publicly traded companies are still reporting great earnings. That's not good news for the bears. Not at all. And hey, listen, I cannot predict where the stock market is going. I don't know. But I do like these positive things that we see in the market that don't seem to be reported on the financial news. 2022, we saw a fair number of earnings declines and many results were worse than expected. But so far in 2023, earnings session has been better than feared. And it's still early. There's still many companies that will be reporting first quarter earnings. Some are going to beat estimates, some are going to be lower. But so far, so good. And trust me, when it comes to inflation, this war is not over. There is a long way to go. There's still concern about the Fed potentially going too far with rate hikes, possibly leading to an economic recession. That's still on the table. That could happen. But at the very least, what Brian's trying to point out in this article is that we want to provide some balance to the seemingly endless parade of negative headlines that we seem to be greeted with on a daily basis every time we turn on the financial news. And what we're saying is there's really good reasons to feel optimistic because 2023 is still early. Stocks could go down from here. We don't have a crystal ball. I don't have a crystal ball. Brian doesn't have a crystal ball. And either way, we're going to stay disciplined through the market. But if we can at least shed some light on the good news that is happening out there, maybe, just maybe, you'll feel a little bit better about your investments today. So what are you going to do with the information I just provided? Are you going to be a positive investor or a negative investor? Because most people, most investors on Main Street and Wall Street are negative right now. Why is that? Why do we feel that way? It's because of the headlines. It's because of the headlines that we keep on seeing day in and day out. So I'll go back to the beginning of my podcast. I, Scott Wellens, believe that most people are good? Do you believe that most people are good? I bet a lot of family stewards listening to this podcast would say yes. However, every single time I turn on the news, I see bad people. And sometimes I think to myself, the world is bad. But if I really take a step back, and I believe in my day in and day out interactions with people, And I firmly believe that people are good. It's those on the news that are the few bad apples in a world where most people are good. And if we can hold that in our hearts, we can be a great investor. Because research shows again and again that the best investor is a positive investor. But if we watch that news and constantly think negativity, we will never be that positive investor. And what will always be lurking is the chance that we'll make an emotional decision on our money, an emotional decision that we can't afford, an emotional decision that might make us pull our money out of the stock market or invest in some high-priced annuity that will derail our financial freedom, derail our retirement, and derail our number one job, which is being a financial or a family steward, that is. So let's do our best to be positive. Maybe watch the news 15 minutes less a day, and let's do everything we can to be the best financial steward, financial family steward that we can be. That's all the time I have. I'll see you all on the flip side. Bye-bye. The Best in Wealth Podcast is hosted by Scott Wellens. Scott Wellens is the principal at Fortress Planning Group. Fortress Planning Group is a registered investment advisory firm regulated by Securities Act of Wisconsin in accordance with compliance with Securities Act and regulations. Forge's Planning Group does not render or offer or render personalized investment or tax advice through the Best in Wealth podcast. The information provided is for informational purposes and not, does not constitute financial, tax, investment, or legal advice.